Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Music City 911. This week I don't really have a theme for the calls that we have to go over. Just a few different calls. They vary in what they're all about. But just like dispatching, the calls will almost always change from one call to the next. So just sit back, relax some, and hopefully nothing in this episode will piss off me or anyone else out there listening as much as a bad dispatcher. And here we go. I'm on I-40. I've been shot. I've been shot. I've been shot. I'm on I-40. I've been shot. I don't know. Help me, please. I've been shot. I've been shot. Me and my daughter have been shot. Well, I've already bought a remote about them all. Please help me. I'm calling them. I'm on the phone with 911. Ma'am. Please help me. I'm pulled over. direction on 40 are you going? I'm going. I'm going west. I'm going west. Please help me. I've been shot. Okay, I understand. Are you still driving? No, no, my... We've been shot. We've been shot, please. I'm getting the health card. Did I need you to stay on the phone? Oh, my God. On the same side as the Ramada? Yes. Yes, we've been shot. Somebody help me. Help me, please. Ma'am. I'm, I'm getting the help started, okay? How many people are okay. Three people are shot. Three, okay. Three All people. Right. Okay. Oh, tell my me, God. Tell, tell me your phone number so that way in case we get this. Three. Okay. Is, is the attacker still nearby? No, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Help that's, me. That's fine if I you think don't know. so. They in the car. They started from the highway. Please help me. Okay. Ma'am, ma'am, everybody's getting started lights and sirens, okay? Were they in your car? Were they driving I don't know. They were white. They were driving another car with okay. white. Okay. Please send right. the ambulance. Okay. Please ma'am. send the ambulance. Everybody. I need help. I need okay. help. Please I'm help me. Help me. Is there bleeding? Is there yes. serious bleeding? Yes. Okay. Sending you all the help I can. Is everybody completely no, alert? No, no, I think so. I don't know. Okay. What? Are they responding to you? I if think you I'm getting the side. I can't okay. tell. Okay. If you tell call me, out to please. them, will they respond to you? Yes, they will. Okay. They will. Right. Somebody help me. That's good. Please I got help, help coming to you. Help I got help coming to you. Okay. I need help. I need somebody. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Right. I don't hear that's, any sirens. I'm scared. I, I need hazard lights. Um, they own. They own. Um, um, I see the double tree. Come on, I'm bleeding in my back, y'all. Please Ma'am, help they're me. They're coming as please. fast as they can. Lights and sirens. Okay, you said it was a white car. Yes, I think so. I don't see anybody. I right. don't see right. anybody. Uh, I understand. Okay, this is to help them in case someone else sees them driving down the road. Okay. 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 Was there anything that happened, like any road rage right before? 
Ramon, I need y'all help, y'all. I'm about to get out the car and leave. I can't. Ma'am, I can't, y'all. Come on, I come on, come on. Fire and EMS are all driving lights. Nobody here. I can't move. I can't move. I can't move. I can't move on one side. I can't move. We listen, listen. Do you have anything that you guys can put on the wounds to try and stop the bleeding? I can't. I can't. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. Is it? I understand, ma'am, okay? I know this is really scary, all right? Hell, we're fine. I can't please. I'm hurting. I've been hit. I see the ambulance. Okay. I see all the right. ambulance. Come on. I see the ambulance. Come on, y'all. Please help me. Please. Please help me. Ma'am, ma'am, they're coming to you, okay? Damn, y'all. Come on. Yeah, I'm shot. I don't know in my side. The police, I see the police. I'm waving at them. Okay. Tell right, them I'm waving. They, they're, they're coming to you, okay? All right, ma'am. Let me know when the officer's pulling up to you, okay? Okay. Come here, I'm inside. I need help. They won't help me. They Man, won't help me. We're not helping you. We had to get them out there to you. In my side. First off, I'm kind of sorry for all the extensive bleeps in this call. Some jurisdictions want to censor out any any type of personal information they have in the calls, and in this one, I'm. Not sure, but I'm guessing the caller is saying some sort of a name or something like that in the call. And this police department wants to keep those names private. Numerous times on the show, I've talked about hysterical callers. This was definitely a hysterical caller. This all happened in Greensboro, North Carolina, on I-40 near Gate City Boulevard. In the actual 911 call itself, you can hear the caller nonstop asking for help. Don't get me wrong, I completely understand. She's been shot as well as someone else in the car with her. And I'm sure she can't actually help the fact that she's repeating herself over and over again. But repeating yourself in situations like this is not going to get help there any quicker. They're going as fast as they can to get out there to you. It's to no fault of her own. As I've said before, you don't understand how you're going to actually act in a situation like this until it happens. The call of the mass shooting in last week's episode had some of the calmest people I've ever heard that had been shot. I was very surprised at that. This caller, especially at the first of the call, the dispatcher couldn't get any info from her other than what she was repeating, which was that she'd been shot and on I-40. I have no doubt that the dispatcher had to use some form of GPS to find the caller other than a couple of potential landmarks in the form of business names, the caller didn't really give a good location. 
with GPS in the form of what we call phase two or by using another program designed to locate the caller, the dispatcher was able to send help out. Without that, they may not have found her or the other party involved as quickly. Some older phones and some people that have turned their location sharing off, we wouldn't actually have that information, so that really slows down everything. Plus the fact that I-40 is a huge interstate system. It's over 2,500 miles long and runs from North Carolina, where this happened, all the way to California. Now, luckily, when you call 911, it routes you to the agency that is nearest to where you were at by location of the cell phone tower that it hits when your phone connects to it. This is not always accurate, though. Routinely, we'll get someone who's just over our jurisdictional lines, but because of the cell phone tower location that they actually connect to, it might route them through to us. Past that, there are other factors that happen from time to time that can affect where the calls end up. Though it is extremely rare, sometimes a glitch in the system or even something as crazy sounding as the signal bouncing off clouds can happen. And it has happened to me while on the phones while I'm at work. My furthest call like this was someone who dialed 911 and got me in Nashville. They were out on the beach in Panama City, Florida. But again, this is very rare. Getting back into this call, though, she initially stated there were three people shot. Turned out it was two people that were shot. There were three people in the car, so she could have easily thought that all three were shot. Three minutes and 30 seconds in the call, and she's saying she doesn't see anyone referring to any responders that were on the way. As I've said before, if you haven't been in an emergency situation like this before, every second seems like it's an eternity. This was probably the case for this caller. I wish we could have help in situations like this that are only mere seconds away, but it's not always the case. And the response time lays heavily on several factors from the size of the jurisdiction, the availability of units, the starting location of those units, etc. Lots can play into it. Responders did on this call get on the scene a little over five minutes into the call, which is about an average response time. Two arrests have been made in this case. Donovan Bass and Victoria Jordan were both located and arrested in what the detectives assigned to the case were describing as a gang rivalry between the Bloods and the Crips. How this started, or at least what can be pieced together, the caller on 911, her and her boyfriend, were on the way to the beach with their young daughter. The male victim involved, whose name has not been included in reports that I've seen at least, is a known Crips game member. While driving to the beach, Donovan Bass opened fire on the car, injuring both adults inside the vehicle. Victoria Jordan claims that she had nothing to do with any of it. Bass, who was 28 years old, could face up to 44 years in prison and is charged with three counts of assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill and inflicting serious injury, also charged with possession of a firearm by a felon, discharging the firearm into an occupied property, as well as child abuse and a host of drug charges. Victoria Jordan, who's 26 years old, is charged with a host of drug charges as well as child abuse. A minute ago, I said that Victoria claims she had nothing to do with the shooting. 
the word claims is a big part in this statement. Both her and Bass, only eight months prior, were involved with another shooting. Both then were charged with assault with a deadly weapon with intent to kill, possession of a stolen firearm, possession of a firearm by a felon, and other drug charges. Both of these suspects were out on bond from the previous shooting, two shootings in eight months. Bass was wearing an electronic monitor in the form of an ankle bracelet and was able to be tracked with it by detectives to the location he was then arrested. There's a big problem with the criminal justice system here in America. If I can go and shoot someone with intent to kill him and get immediately released, if I just pay a bond, which in this case was a pretty small bond, $25,000. If he went through a bondsman, typically only 10% of that is what he's actually going to have to pay up front, him or a relative. So Bass shot someone and likely got out for 2500 bucks just to try to kill two more people a few months later. I really hope that there will be no retaliation attempts and that the victims in this case can see their way out of being gang members. Obviously, it's not worked out for them so far. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's fine. You just stay with your other person, okay? 
What's your last name, dear? It's Okay. And, and let me just confirm. You're on 219 closer to 44A, correct? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Can you please send a police officer uh, quick hey, because I'm, I'm scared. No, no. I'm, I'm really scared. I'm, I know. I know, honey. Yes. Uh, as far, just to let you know, I'm going to stay on the phone with you until my deputy is there with you, okay? Don't don't hang up with me, okay? We're going stop, to get people. stop, stop. There's dead bodies there, man. Who? Is there somebody, uh, another car coming? Yeah. There's just two dead bodies here, man. You should turn around because they're right there. I don't know. I just found them. I called the police. This is okay, crazy, man. I don't know if they live in that house right there. Try to check to see if they're alive? They're dead. They, they, they look no, like they've been tell, there for a while. Tell him if he, just tell him he's going to need to turn around. Right. Yeah, hello? Yeah. Just tell him he needs to turn around. He does not need to go down there. Yeah, I told him to turn around. Okay. They, I'm staying on the phone with you. Okay, so just if there anything comes up, just let me know, okay? And I'll pray for their souls. I can't believe yes. this. Like, I never thought I was going to find something like this here. Now, it don't look. It don't look. Right it, it don't look like they were. They were. They were. I don't know if they were. I don't see no. But they, they probably were like. That's what I'm thinking. They they were like standing on the, like in the like on the side of the road and they got. They probably were walking or something, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, or unless there's something major, like if somebody stole something in their house because this house on the side, there's lights on and all that stuff. I don't know if they live there or what. Okay, so the house near but them, the lights are on. Yes, the lights are on on, on the house across. Turn around. Give me a second. There's another car coming. Okay, there's another car coming. There's lots of cars trying to come down this Yeah, you got to turn around. There's two dead bodies here. I call call the police. I don't know. I don't know if they live in that house, but I just was crossing. I saw the reflection of the bodies, and I I backed up, and I saw them. They were two dead bodies. I don't know. Now, it's just scary, man. Yeah, just tell them to turn around and go another way. Okay. Excuse me, what do you say? Just tell him to go another way, okay? Yeah, just just turn around. I gotta call my supervisor and let him know that I'm that I that I'm here, hold up. Okay, well what's your what's your supervisor's name and number and I can call him and let him know. Give me just a minute. Um His number is, uh, okay. his, his name is, okay, I will give a call as soon as my deputy's with you, okay? Now, if, if you're, if you're on, if you're on 219, is the house to your right or to your left? It, it's, it's to my right, because to I'm, I right? was coming from, I was coming from, uh, from uh, 238, I think mm-hmm. it was 238, I crossed over, I picked up, 
Yeah, two thirty eight. I picked up one of my stops on 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 two nineteen, and then I I was going towards uh towards forty four, heading okay. towards forty four. I got a so, stop. I got a stop on two seventeen, and then I, I will I was I will progress going towards forty four, working myself towards Ocala. Okay. I usually is, go down this street. Okay, are you in your truck now? No, I'm outside the truck. I'm and looking no, at the body. But you're but you're with the. You're doing yes. your truck route, okay? All yes, right. I'm my on my deputy. truck route. Okay, well, my yeah, I, I hear I hear there. the sirens. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and call and let him know that you're being held up for just a little bit, part of because uh, you located something, okay, sir? All righty. All right, thank you, sir. You're welcome. Bye bye. This is a type of call that most would probably be be surprised happens with some sort of regularity. People find dead bodies from time to time. Most of the time, though, it's someone who's overdosed. Sometimes it's a hotel employee finding someone dead in their room with a needle still in their arm. Sometimes it's someone finding a person in a car kind of the same way. And now we're even having people who are finding those who've gone into a gas station restroom or a fast food restroom to shoot up whatever drugs they have and then they're later found deceased. I say all this just to let you know that getting calls about a body found isn't really that uncommon. What is uncommon is that these two bodies were not found dead from an overdose. Unfortunately, very, very little has been released about this case. What we do know is that the victims were Preston Wayne Nixon, age 16 years old, and Isaiah Alexander Nelson, age 17. They had been murdered. Authorities have yet to release how they were killed, but there is a suspect in custody. All we know about the suspect is that he's 15 years old and his name is C.J. Patterson. He was acquainted in some way to at least one of the victims. The suspect said he didn't like him very much and he wanted to kill someone. I really wish I had more for this call, but just like in dispatching, most times anyway, we don't have all the details and may not ever. Yeah, just an emergency. Fire works misfire. Is he conscious and talking to you? Is he conscious and talking? He's conscious, he's conscious. Okay. There was a question posed on the podcast discussion group on Facebook asking if there could be some fireworks related calls that could be released and aired on the show. I responded that most are pretty routine calls and because of the medical nature of them, a lot of times they're not going to be released. Most of these calls are simply someone who's burned themselves or may have some sort of trauma to their hands from not releasing a firework on time. The call you just listened to is one of three that were released for this one incident. Here's the next one. And keep in mind, there's not a lot to this call or either of the other two calls, but here is the next one. Hey, we have someone who's hit by a firework. Can you come here immediately? Okay, ma'am, we're already 
Lady Awaka talking to you? He, he's, he's breathing. We have a nurse here. He's okay. breathing, but he's okay. doing it out there. I'm in the ICU. Okay, we're on the way. Just stay there. Okay, and, okay. Thank, you. thank you. Again, on this one, a pretty short call. Not much to it. And truth be told, from a dispatching aspect, there's not really too much to a call like this that, that we'll be able to do. On the medical side, we may be able to render a little bit of aid on telling them how to cool down the burn, something along that lines. But really, it's just a pretty quick open and shut type thing. This one was a little bit different. We'll get into some of the details here in a minute. Here's the third call. Hi, this is the 911 operator. We got a call from your phone line, ma'am. Is there a problem? Yeah, uh, we got an ass come to your house right now. What address are you at, ma'am? Uh, hit with firework. Okay. We get ready to go into convulsion. Okay, are you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. they're already on the way to help you, ma'am. Just stay there, okay? okay. Thank you, ma'am. What happened in this call from those that were on the scene? A mortar-style firework was accidentally tipped over. It went off. And it hit the victim in the chest from barely 10 feet away from where it was launched from. I'm not sure if many of you have shot any of these type of fireworks before, but to get hit in the chest with one of these things would be no easy thing at all. Mortar cells like this can shoot up hundreds of feet in a second or two and weigh several ounces. This would be likely worse than being hit with one of those less lethal beanbag rounds that some of the police departments are now carrying around. In this case, it was not less lethal. The victim in the case was NHL hockey player Matisse Kivlinix, a goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Matisse was attending a celebration for one of his coach's daughter's weddings. There were people shooting off fireworks. He was apparently in a hot tub about to get out when the firework tipped over, shot off, and then hit him in the chest. This caused him to slip and also hit his head on the concrete. The combined injury sent him into convulsions. He was transported to an area hospital where he passed away. He was just 24 years old. Initial autopsy results have been released and describe the death as a result of a percussive injury that caused extreme trauma to his heart and lungs. For any of you that are out there listening like shooting off these fireworks. I love shooting off fireworks of all types, including these mortar rounds. Please be careful with them. Make sure they're set up on a very stable location when you're firing them off. If it's uh, on an unstable platform or grass or something like that, I would stop before you actually try to shoot it off because there's a good chance that they'll tip over. Just practice normal safety measures with these things. And finally... Several of you may have seen the video I posted to the crowd that showed up for this year's 4th of July celebration in Nashville. The word huge doesn't do it justice. It's estimated that there were around 350,000 people that showed up for the show. Several concerts started the day off and was finished by a show from country music artist Brad Paisley. I was downtown with my kids, but we were several blocks away from the huge crowd and we were on a parking garage rooftop. Generally, in the past, the fireworks start right between 9 and 9.30 p.m. The Brad Paisley show went a little bit longer than was expected, and then, for some reason, there was a big delay for the start of the fireworks. The people who were on top of the garage with me were trying to figure out what was going on, and 
later we found out what was going on is that there were reports of people inside a building that was considered inside the blast zone of the fireworks. No one was supposed to be in that building at all. Police responded to the building and they tried to get those that were inside the building out of it and out of any potential harm's way. Somewhere along the lines, there was some sort of miscommunication, though. While police were still inside that building and still inside the blast zone, the fireworks started going off. No idea what the breaking communication was, but someone somewhere said it was okay to start up the fireworks. The police had to shelter in place for the duration of the event. I've got some of the audio from the police radio traffic that happened during this. I'm going to go ahead and play it now. Stay in the building where you can have near an exit where you have cover from falling debris. Bravo shelter in place on three. If you come down the first level, go underneath the bridge and get back to lock eight. Duncan Lockwood. Go ahead. We're going to shelter in place. Uh, the metal fallout not very good right now. Yeah, two four. We're shelter in place on three. Duncan and Gilliland. I guess uh, the strangers in the building was enough to delay the show, but officers in the building wasn't. Yeah, we're addressing that now. Yeah, that, somebody needs to answer that because we're stuck in the building. We can't get out. Go ahead. Just FYI, we have not reported that you're clear of that building. Still waiting on you to let us know that from or. How that came about? Uh, Temple, we're, we're not going to report because we're still in the building. Yeah, I was correct on it. SOD to Aviation. Aviation, go ahead, sir. What was your location when they began the fireworks by surprise? Uh, we were about one quarter orbit from being directly over where they launched from. We were closer than the MCC, not quite yet to the river, but we were uh, closer than we definitely would have liked to have been. Temple, thank you. 5100 to Lieutenant Duncan. Go ahead. Just want to make you aware... I have spoken with command at uh, EOC. The fire chief does not want to stop the show. It's not not uh, not necessary. Just a shelter in place in the building. That's according to the fire marshal. Trying to find out who started the show. And who told him it was safe to start the show, given the fact that we had a helicopter and officers in that building. So I apologize. I'll follow up. Just are you guys safe right now? Yeah, until the uh, mortar shell hits, this will be fine. But you know, the whole reason they could start show was the civilians in this building and now you've got even more people in this building so whoever made that decision uh needs to be fired i'm aware where else to go last minute the fire department just called back and wanted to know what your head count was and still in the building how many you got in there temple we'll give them a call and see if we're how many you got in there eight eight correct eight i'll pass it on jones to gilliland go ahead now i'm not sure exactly what the Deal was a prosecution on this, but uh, we need to make sure they were at least charged with disorderly conduct. And they were given numerous orders to leave, come out, and they didn't do anything. I'll check with security. 5100 to Lieutenant Duncan. Go ahead. I'm looking at cameras. It looks like the uh, ATV that you guys took to get up there is covered and fallen up from the fireworks. Can you make sure you snap a couple pictures of that, please, before you leave? And are you guys going to signal anywhere before you leave? Yeah, we're on the east side, so it might be problematic for us to try to come back to MCC if uh, you want us to assemble in Lot C. Duncan to uh, 5100. We'll, we'll meet back at MCC. It just might take this minute. Right. I understand. Thank you, sir. Duncan to Dope. Yeah, go ahead. Where are you at? I'm down at the ground floor where we came in. As you could hear there, it was pretty chaotic, and the officers in the building, for good reason, were pretty upset about what was going on. 
you can hear the fireworks going off in the background while they're talking. They were very close to where the fireworks were being shot off at. I don't have any further info as to how it all happened, but I'm sure there will be a deep investigation into how it did go down like that. That's going to about do it for this episode of Music City 901. Hope y'all enjoyed it. And before I go, I wanted to play a promo from a friend of mine's show, also from here in Nashville. It's not a true crime show, but the subject matter is something that I quite enjoy. The name of the show was Sips, Suds, and Smokes, and talks all things regarding beer, liquor, wine, cigars, barbecue, anything along that lines. It's good stuff, and if you're a fan of any of those things I mentioned, I highly recommend you check out the show. Here, have a listen. Hey, it's good old boy Mike. This is good old boy Dave. From Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Sips, Suds, and Smokes covers wine, tea, coffee, distilled spirits, whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. People whose first name starts with Q. Bad fake British accents. And we always take time to make fun of the people of Alabama. Banned once again. It's a one-hour episode that's mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. I think mildly would be a vast improvement. Well, we do have the only beer show with the Holy Man. We talk about these products and rate them with our unique rating system, like our Suds 5 rating. Do you really have something better to do with your life for an hour than actually listen to this show? I don't make them think about it. Well, join us on this radio station, podcast network, or via our Android app. For Music City 901, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.